everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. We have some someone on the podcast that is doing something very interesting in the world of underwear, and it can be considered men's underwear or non-binary, whatever you want to do. It is Josie from Tuck It Up. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. How are it, we doing? Good. It's good to have you here because I stumbled across you. Someone, we did a survey in our some of our podcast listeners and someone mentioned you in there that we should talk to you. And then I think I discovered you two on, I don't remember Instagram or something. I discovered you somewhere else too. So when the two hit, I was like, okay, I've got to have you on here. So I know probably most of our listeners probably don't know about your brand. Some obviously do, but could you tell our listeners a little bit about your brand and what you're doing? Perfect. Yes. So our brand is Talk It Up. And as the name describes it, Talk It Up. So talkers too. So they are usually, uh, well, this brand is created for the trans woman and all the LGBTQ community. This includes all non-binary people and anyone that want to talk. So what talk consists is in a, it took all the privates back and it give you a flat front to give the whole representation of a woman. So pretty much talking panties, that's what it is, Talk It Up. Nice. Now, with everything going on in the world of sexuality and everything coming out, either trans or non-binary, it's very good to have brands like yours out there because people want to express themselves as who they are. If they're trans, they want to express themselves of whatever gender they want. Or if they're non-binary, sometimes they want to be gender fluid and not have to have, you know, traditional men's underwear, but something Different, different for them. So that, I really love that about your brand because you have very interesting concept to me when I came across it. So I wanted to say you're doing an amazing job in that. So it's very, I think it's a very needed space that really doesn't get a lot of attention right now from yes. a lot of a lot of the brands out there. A lot of things going on. So so it's very cool. So how did you get started with the brand? How so- did you? I start five years ago now, and I start because the need. So I have the need to find underwear that suit me. So talking underwear has been out for years, but mm-hmm. usually they are homemade. You know, you have to put two socks together and then cut it and do something like that, or something with tights or tape or as many other ways of talking to. But um, I have to wear like triple panties sometimes of Victoria's Secret, make a knot in the mm-hmm. back so they can really hold everything in place and I can represent myself the way I wanted to. So I was always struggling. And then I found this brand in, in Brazil that they were making these talking panties. And um, I tried them on. I liked them. I talked to the person that was making it. And I said, hey, what about if we work together? You know, I, I was struggling this much uh, to find my underwear that works for me. So I tell my friends about it. And they, they also like it. So I started talking to this uh, person. We did business together. And, and that's how we started in 2019. And I didn't know it was such a big market or, or need for it because um, no one usually talk about it. And I didn't know the trans community was so big. And um, as I start promoting it with my network of friends, you know, because as a community, you know, a lot of people. So I was telling my friends, hey, I find these panties that really work for me. And they say, oh, I wanted to try it. And then I would tell them, oh, I used to start selling them. Oh, yeah, let me buy you one. And then one friend would tell another one. And uh, 
they will go mouth to mouth words like that. Mm-hmm. So they, one thing to the other. And that's how we start um, the brand pretty much. So I started on Facebook advertising in uh, the fish tank, which is a trans group for uh, the girls. And then from there, I started the website. Then I went to Instagram. A little by little, we've been growing since 2019 as today. Nice. Yes, it's definitely a market that is well underserved because when you look at the market out there, it's either men's or women's. And there's very little in between for trans people or non-binary yeah. at all. Trans, non-binary, drag queens, femboys, gay boys, or anyone mm-hmm. else they want to talk. So it's a, it's a lot of people that like to wear something tight, but they mm-hmm. don't want their their main focus be their private parts. Some mm-hmm. people do, some other ones don't like yeah. it, but they already... Uh, well endowed or blessed to have, you know, prominent private parts. So is this a friends that I have the most, mostly like a boys, they like to wear these tight pants, but then they are well endowed and you can see right away. But mm-hmm. then sometimes they want to wear those pants to work, but they don't want to be seen like that. So yes. they use the talking panties for the everyday, even, um, People who do ballet, uh, guys who do ballet, they have to talk. They've been talking since forever because they, you want to make it an art where you focus on the dance, not on their private. Of course, a lot of them, they, they're going to be very uh, prominent in that area, but then that's where they have to use something to adjust it. So they, it's been used since forever, since um, theater and all that. Nice. Yeah, because we've noticed a big trend with guys across the sexual spectrum they like lingerie now and yes. more and more guys are wearing it. And some guys like the look of the no bolt in front. So they want the tuck underwear as opposed to the regular. Yes, some exactly. people like it. Some people don't, but whatever you like. So it's good to see that there's a brand out there that is doing that, that they can go to and look the way they want to look. Because I think sexuality now is in a place where you can do whatever you want to. Uh, for the for us in the LGBTQ community, a lot of us don't really, we want everyone to be themselves. We don't want them to be something they're not. So it's good to see you come along and do something totally different, totally amazing that many people can enjoy as opposed to, you know, just one segment of the community. It goes broad, like you said, the like the lady boys, the femme boys, the regular boys, the trans community, drag queens. So that's why I had to have you on because it's like, this is amazing. This is so good to see. And we've had so many people want us to bring on trans underwear company or something for trans because that's exactly what they're looking for. So I yeah. was like, this so- is perfect. As um as I am, I share of another brand that is um I don't remember the name, but they do the underwear for female to male. So it's two parts of okay. the trans male to female and female to male, and of course it's more in the spectrum. But for the female to male, <clears throat> now they have these packers. So it's another kind of underwear. But we don't I specialize in that because I don't have the experience, and mm-hmm. I start with this product that I can identify myself, and then I can use it, and then I create another product based on my needs and my community needs, which is very, very um, mm-hmm. large, but I just don't want to jump into something that is not my everyday because someone else already doing it and yeah. someone else already had the expertise. And I think it's just fair for the uh, female to male to have their own as 
trans women, you know, I'm a trans woman, they have her own brand, which and another trans woman has their own brand too. So I think that's how it should be. Gay yeah. boys have their own, or gay, gay guys has their own gay brands, which is amazing. That way everyone is in their own space dealing with the things that they have expertise. Because yes. then it's other people, like I already see, Ah, celebrities, they like to jump in things they don't know how to do. They know how to sing, and that's beautiful. But then they start with makeup, and then they start <laughs> with underwear, and they start with this. Cool, if you have the expertise and you're going to be along with it, awesome. But it's this other celebrity that now she's going to start doing binders and doing sell, selling token underwear, which is cool. Now you're going to be uh, make more people aware, but you don't really have the expertise because you don't have never deal with it. You're just mm -hmm. hiring a team. So it's good to have brands they are owned by by their own community yeah yeah exactly and i think like you taking it on because remember when we talked before the podcast you worked with the design team at the brand that you bought it from and made changes and sort of made it your own as opposed to just you know just reselling so that's amazing that you got involved with the design process figured out what you enjoyed and then your customers from there love what you did with it and it's grown in the last four years so that's awesome yeah and we are still um growing because it's always these different customers that come and have different needs so now it's some mm -hmm. uh, part of the clientele requesting something that is even wider so okay. now we're creating something even wider for the girls that have bigger testicles so it's People that, you know, privates can come in all sizes, mm -hmm. shapes and stuff. So that's how, as we go along in the way, in the journey, so some of my customers will try the product and then will tell me, you know, I would like something like this. So this worked for me, but this would work better. Or this do not work for me because what worked for me doesn't have to work for everyone. Mm -hmm. So, okay. And then what we can do, I look at the errors and trials and then we figure something. And now we have one, two, three. We're going to have four different styles for different people, for my more extended variety of solutions, like wider front for the people with bigger testicles, larger back for the people with bigger uh, privates, and like that. Okay, nice. Bigger band, bigger band for the people that is more voluptuous, and it's, uh, and it's another uh, classic band that usually that one rolls in people that doesn't have the waist, like, more shaped, but then mm -hmm. the bigger band stay better. So we've been adapted to nice. uh, everyone needs. Yes, because I think a lot of people think that, you know, there's just one solution for underwear, and like you've described, there's more than one solution for people. So you have to adapt it and figure out what your customers want. Just like in regular men's underwear, there's so many different varieties and kinds and, you know, bigger pouches, larger pouches. So it's great to see you're innovating and making it better and better. So that's amazing. I'm so thank glad you, to hear you. that. So what are some of your best, probably like, what has been some of your best feedback you've gotten from your customers in the last couple of years? What is... I The biggest and the more often one is like, thank you so much because now I can live and represent myself the way I want to. Or now I can, you know, I feel more affirming about myself. So that's pretty mm -hmm. much the bigger feedback that we get. Because as I said before, I didn't know I was the only one struggling. I, I thought I was the only one struggling, but it was a lot of people struggling, but no one would talk about it because usually... And it is true. You don't go to someone and say, hey, you know, I'm struggling a lot to talk or, or with my privates. 
usually there's no conversations that you have one to one with another person yes. and more if they are not within the community or you don't go let's put another type of underwear you don't go and tell someone you know what i buy this underwear that you know need more space or whatever or, or my testes don't fit in there you may feel uncomfortable telling someone the your testicles don't fit in there or your private you know maybe it's rushing by that underwear that way you have to switch to another so stuff like that yeah that's that's pretty much standard and i just think on underwear in general, a lot of people don't talk about it. They don't really open up what feels good to them, what fits them, what they like, what they need. I think a lot of people just take what what that's out there and don't really share. Like, well, I need this in a pair of underwear, or I need this. Yeah. Uh, this is too much. And but I think we're seeing, especially with our podcast, a lot of guys are starting to say that, and people because I know we've had some, we have some trans listeners. And it's good to hear them telling brands and telling people what they need and then brands responding like yours. So that's awesome to hear. That's just incredible. So yeah. so that's good. So what you said you're planning four styles. Uh, what has been the hardest thing about doing this brand and, bring, and bringing it to market and promoting it? What has been the hardest thing you've had to do? I want to believe the hardest thing to promote it is some outlets, some social media outlets. Twitter is super nice. Instagram is very, very nice. Mostly of the business start, start in Instagram and then Facebook. They are very, they used to be very nice. Now they have a lot of regulations and things mm-hmm. that they are a little bit more sensitive and you have to be careful with the content, even though we don't manage any naked customers or use anything naked they still be more specific and picky about things and they still would say a few of the of a few of our pictures or posts will be against their policies so the hardest thing is pretty much tiktok which is the hottest app out there right now uh and preferred for many other people we actually just get the account banned people reported we get it back we have a good following but we cannot get it back then we're gonna try to open another one but that's pretty much what it is. Sometimes, um, well, the hardest thing to deal is with people hate that they don't mind their own business and they don't let other people live. Other than that, yes. thankfully, we haven't struggled as a company in any other way than that with some social media management. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the rest has been pretty awesome. Uh, the response from the people has been very good. E- everything, honestly, has been very nice. We haven't had any hard obstacles, thankfully. And then... With everything and policies getting and changing around the world, or that that's been helping us a lot because well, we've been more visible, and so that that's yeah. been actually a blessing. So instead of, and I usually focus always on the good instead of the bad, but the bad will be that sometimes that we have to deal with the. I I'm sorry for saying this. I know you have all kind of listeners, but for the hypocrisy of the of the people that manage the social media, so whoever yes. Yes, don't look for it because, for example, our things is to hide, conceal, and, and show everything tight. But then so the underwears are there that they will be like showing all the bulges and stuff. Well, I mean, TikTok itself is so hypocrite. So you will yes. see the guys, the guys can display the whole banana, the whole everything in there. And those videos will have thousands of likes, not a problem. But the, if a trans woman, they look hot, they have a nice bikini, or underwear is in a tongue style. So you still not showing anything that you should not. You're showing your cheeks a little bit, you're showing your mm-hmm. stomach. 
everything is covered, Nepal is covered, but it's still that would be offensive because some people will not agree with a trans woman perspective. So they that that's just what yes. makes it offensive. Two reports, boom, it's down. But now the the other side could show the whole thing and would be no problem. But for us, it's a little bit more complicated. So that's pretty much our or struggle or my struggle. I think that's a struggle a lot of underwear brands have too. So if you have a lot of followers, you get to get by with a little more than everyone else. But I know we've had issues with Instagram and Facebook and you show too much or you don't show. It's, and their rules are arbitrary and you don't know why it got taken down. You don't know anything. And they just. You try to contact their team. They don't reply back. It's an automatization. Even, um, to have the, the shop from the website to the platforms connected has been very hard. I've been working with it for over two years and I still hadn't get it done because the pictures, if it's a human in yes. it, they don't like it. If it's a mannequin there, they don't like it. So uh, it's very hard to please them. Amazon has been very nice about it. Like they, they just ask me, you know, they just say, put a white background, the underwear by itself, and then in a person, but you just put the square for the people. From, I mean, from your product, from the underwear, that's it. They've been the most nicer and gentle. Instagram you used to be. Now they're a little bit picky because once they merge with Facebook, everything changed. Uh-huh. So pretty much that's how it is. It's, it's a little bit tricky, but once you know how to get around, but TikTok definitely they push us away. And then uh-huh. Twitter, Twitter are the nicest because they have pretty much the most open for yes. of all of them. We don't post much in there, but there you can go full nose and whatever. Yes. No one will say a thing. Yes, that is true. That is very true. Yeah, that's that's one thing we need to change is the underwear on TikTok and and social media because. Years ago, I went to a trade show in Las Vegas and there was, went to how to grow your business. And they were like, Oh, we'll get on Instagram and this, that and the other and do this and do lives and do. And I'm going, this really does not work for underwear or anything like that. It was like, you can't do these things that other brands can do. So you're at a little bit of a disadvantage because you can't do them. Unless you're a bigger brand, because then I got to yes. mention some brands, the bigger brands that are out there have not, nothing to do with them or nothing against them. Uh, all the opposite. I, I love their content and stuff. But let's say Honey Bright, they put a little string of almost nothing and they will have no problem, no issue yep. with it. But our string is even thicker and it's still ours will be banned and stuff like that. So um, Victoria's Secret in the past, they used to be almost to put the transparency and everything. No problems. And then. Same thing like, so the bigger brands will not struggle as we are because they probably have, uh, I don't know how they manage that, how, how they, yeah, how the social media manage their accounts, but they have no problem with any of that. They easy to get verified and all that. The process of verification for me have been taking forever. And I, I have the trade, I have the name trademark, the, everything, the financials are good, everything that they request. I send it the way they want it, and I still get no no response for them. And we've been trying for years. Uh, that's so. That's what no. I think. That would be the biggest struggle. Other than that, the, the rest is pretty much blessings and very good. Yeah, it's we really need something that celebrates what underwear in general, both sexes, trans, bi, gay, whatever. I think if it's a gay or bi or trans brand, it's always under more scrutiny than. Like a Calvin Klein, for example, they yes. can show whatever they want because they're Calvin Klein and probably spend 
boatloads of money advertising and doing all sorts of stuff so they can get away with stuff. But everyone else is kind of like, okay, what are, and they, they don't tell you the rules. So you, or if they do tell you the rules, they're so vague that you're like, wait a minute, what do you mean? This sort this passes that they're like, oh no, it doesn't. And you're like, what? So, so yeah, I'm quite familiar with that in stores and the pictures and, oh. That's just a nightmare. I, I know that nightmare personally, so I, I understand that with you. That setting up like Instagram stores or Facebook stores, I just got so frustrated because there was like 4,000 products that didn't get imported at an underwear store that I do. And it's like, friends goes, well, you can go pick a different picture to do it. And I'm like, I don't have time to do 4,000 pictures. So no, I'm not. I'm just taking the store off. I don't get any sales through it. So I'll just That's drive them with like. That's what we end up doing. We're taking the store off. We still try to tag the products and leave like a few, mm-hmm. two, three, five or something. But they make it a little bit harder for us or for I a smaller company. What I've seen brands do is use like their link trees to do that where it's like you have your link to your store and then whatever you're promoting have links directly to them. And I think that's worked for more brands than doing a store because you don't get dinged like, oh, sorry, we rejected this. And I would get emails like every other day. Oh, we rejected 400 products today. We rejected. And it's like, really? That's how it started happening to me. So at the beginning, everything started good. And then we rejected this. We rejected that. And then I was looking at it. I talked to the people who do the website, to any anyone that I could. But then I get no response. And usually the answer was like, oh, this has sexual content. But then I would look at the picture. It really is not... Anything prohibited, I would say, will be maybe a breast with a full cover, a big triangle that is covering mm-hmm. mostly everything. But you see the, the center cleavage, which is nothing out of the ordinary, nothing that sure. you no know, everyone has seen. But that will be a sexual uh, violating of sexual conduces or whatever. And then the tongue, the tongue is not showing anything, no pubic hair, no <sighs> anything, because I would think, oh, maybe it's pubic hair, maybe it's this. And I tried all shades, all colors, and it will be the same answer. That's yeah, that's just, and then you have but, like the Kardashians showing everything, and they're just like, Oh, they're fine, they're good. Who cares what they the do? Full, the full nipple, the full transparency, and same thing. I sometimes that's what I say the hypocrisy because then, then you see Vogue, and then you see you know the Vogue pages, and they have these galas and stuff, and they will show the whole nipple, but mm-hmm. because that's art or consider art, it will be no problem. But then mine is not considered art, no. it's considered a product. And I believe they are the ones see us sexually. No, it's because as I mentioned, we're not showing anything in a way that I would consider sexually. And that's where you were saying the policies are so vague because what is sexual and what is not? Because they allowed certain things and then they don't allow the other things. Yes. Yes. It's a pain. Many of our listeners know the joys of it as well because we've had so many listeners get their accounts taken away. Like you, like your TikTok, Instagram. I've known people who've gone through three, four, five Instagram accounts because, oh no, you can't do this. You can't do that. And then I, we try to be very careful with it, be very responsible to very mm -hmm. understandable of what other people would think. But then once you get the haters or people that is hating and sexuality or stuff, you can get rid of them. They will be there. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of your stuff and it's like, it's not anything sexual it's not anything out of the ordinary for that but i think some people see trans and are like oh no we can't have that and i'm like let people live their lives and don't 
be butting in on what they want to do. It doesn't affect you. So go away, leave them alone, you know, let people live their lives the way they want to live. It's not up to you. So that's just my opinion. Same thing. We are the same boat. <laughs> so whatever. But yeah, that's, that's very, I'm glad we're not the only ones that have that problem. So it's, yeah. I thought it, I, was, I, I was kind of the only ones, but now that you give me more relief. It, I mean, it's not good, but it's giving me more relief knowing that I'm not the only one struggling. Anything gay or trans usually gets, I don't know if people report it or just whatever it is. It's just, they just. Then they have an algorithm and then this algorithm only show mostly to people that either. Because if you don't know about my existence as a brand, you will not see my content unless you type talk it up, talking underwear, trans underwear, or anything LGBTQ related, then I will pop out. And then if you're looking through that, well, the algorithm will show you similar things, either hot guys, hot trans, yeah. or whatever it is within, you start liking it, but then you start reporting it, but that is that, is that inner transphobia, homophobia, they yes. probably we full uh, aware of it, how it works. People who hate the most is the ones they are trapped inside their own mind. Exactly. There is, a, I have to look it up. There is a way to make your feed chronological of just the people you like and the pages you like. And I don't, I have to look to see how you do it. Because mine gets filled with a bunch of stuff that I'm like, I really don't care to see all this. I don't know. And then I discovered you could go and hit, I forget what it is, hit. I think it's under feeds or something. And it'll show you like, oh, this is what I want to see. The people I want to see, the things. Because Facebook tries to serve you what it thinks you want. But I'm like, you rarely get it with me. I was like, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. If you look at all the pages I like, this is not in there. So whatever. I could go on for hours about social media and underwear. So. I see. I thought I was the only one, but uh, as you say, glad to, to not be the only one. I'm, I'm glad to not be alone, but it's bad that they don't do nothing about it. But I actually, yeah. I go to Las Vegas to one show is called Magic. Uh, I go every yes. year, sometimes either to sourcing or to mm-hmm. buy something and they have always the fashions, the newest things. So yep. last time I was there, it was a boot of the TikTok team. And I was like, you know what, let me approach them since they are official boots from TikTok and they were there to encourage you for your business. I went and talked to them and I say, hey, you know what? Look, I have my TikTok account. I've been having it for one year already, but I only have post these three videos, but I don't post more because I put other two videos and they were taken down. And, and I show them and look, the video has nothing wrong with it. And they say, yeah, it's looking at nothing wrong. And I say, what is this the problem? What, what is the problem with this? And they tell me that that happened to many other people. And then you have to treat TikTok like if it's for a 13 years old. And I say, but this is something that a 13 years old can see on TV and anywhere. I'm not putting yes. anything that I think it will be out of their normal. And they say, yes, but if people report them more than two times, then we have the boots and stuff like that. So that's how it works. But And they tell me that we're working on it. But look, I get, and then she's just saying, just keep posting. I keep posting and then I get my account I'm taken out. I got reached back to them. They haven't get back to me. I'm going in February. So if I see them again, I'm going to tell them in person. I was going to say, yeah, go and go do that. I used to go to, to Magic quite a bit, but there are so few brands going now. I don't, I don't go anymore. But it's fun to go see all the stuff. I went to sourcing and I've been Pretty to the much. other places. Yeah. And it's really cool all the things you get to see. I've told people, I was like, Okay, this is amazing. And I've done a bunch of their seminars. That's the one I was telling you I went to. And so it's like, 
it's interesting to see, and I went to one on designing patterns, which was really good. So I'm like, okay, I know, I know how to design patterns somewhat. I was like, how to avoid copyright infringement. This is what I want to know. And she had a really good, they had a really good speaker. So I was like, oh, that's it, amazing. Yeah. You can get some good stuff at, in, at Magic, if you're, especially if you're a brand or a, a retailer, because they have a lot of good yeah. stuff out there. I so. go with my best friend because she's a retailer. So it's, oh, a perfect. Good to, it's a good excuse to see each other, to see the new trends, have a good time, visit Vegas, have good food, and then come back home. <gasps> so it's all at once for me. That's what I try to go every year because it's not just for personal use, it's for all of that work together. So it's fun. The, As you were explaining, it's always a lot of good things. Oh, yeah, the best food. Oh, I always gained like six or seven pounds when I came back from Vegas because I would eat all the time because there's so much good food. Oh. They do have good out of the strip, oh. in the strip, everywhere. Yes, yes. A lot of good stuff off the strip. I tell everyone, I was like, go off the strip. Don't stay on the strip. Go off the strip. Go eat places. It's amazing. So I'm a oh. food lover, so I don't know if people are going to agree or disagree with me, but one of the best buffets is the one in Caesar and the Baccarat. Yes. And the, I believe the other one is the win. That's my two favorite buffets. Yes. If, if anyone want a buffet from the hotels, that's my two favorites. Maybe Those, some people agree or disagree with me, but the Caesars is totally worth it. Eighty nine dollars yes. but it's just amazing. Yes, the one in Caesars, I, I hands down is the best. If you're going, it's just uh, okay. We can't talk about Vegas either because I'll be talking yeah. for another two hours about Vegas. So it's okay. So let's uh, go back on subject, but it was uh, it is fun. Which is the idea? So we so we have so fun we'll talk about. This. So what's in the future for your brand? Where do you see your brand going? Is there anything you want to venture into as well outside of underwear? Or is it just sticking with what you know right now? What's what's your plan for the future? I definitely will stick with underwear, with the trans underwear. We definitely stick with that. I prefer have new models and new things around and keep listening to the feedbacks of my customers to improve and get better and get cover everyone needs. So... As I say, we have three models now working in the fourth and I also working in the fifth model, which is completely different. This is something that I use when I start trans dressing. I will put it the way it is. When I started dress when I was a gay boy dressing up as a woman. So I was mm-hmm. in my pre-transition. I used to I would say I was a cross-dresser, kind of okay. transvestite. That was the words we used at the time. I'm 35. Yes. So I'm from the old school. That's how you call it at that time. This yes. time you may call it something different. But um, so I, I used to well, live my life daily, mostly as a, a gay man. But I like to dress up to go to the club and stuff, to live my fantasy. So at that time, I used to use the men underwear. And then I used to put um, a spandex short. Spandex shirt. And yep. that, that would make it work for a dress. And that was, and then that didn't hurt. It was pretty soft. I mean, talking don't really hurt, but that was more gentle. And I wasn't used to. So that's how I start. But now having my talking panties, um, we came across to many other people. They have all different journeys. Mine start at 21, but now other people start younger. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you are a teen or younger person, you would prefer avoid tongues. So now yeah. that's what I want to bring back the shorts. So now I, I developed oh, something cool. that you don't have to wear the double underwear, still working on it. That way, if you are a teen or 18, 16, 19, uh, or, or whatever age, and you don't want to use, even, even right now, for me, sometimes maybe I don't want to use the tongue. So you will put the short, but the short has double layers. So definitely will talk without putting an extra underwear on it. So okay. it's still working to get it 
right. It's almost there, but that's a, another option. And, and coming back to the question, yes, I will stick with my market because, oh, I go back to the shirts. So the shirts I start to because the a lot of parents email me, hey, do you have any other option for my for my toddlers or kids? They are transitioning, but I don't want the tongue. I think it's too sexy or whatever. And that's yeah. how, how we get to it. So I listen to everyone that give me an idea, an option or anything that I should consider. And then going back to the question, I will stick with the underwear because I did try already other things. Definitely. So I get excited. The business was doing good. And I was like, oh, you know what? Perfect. Let me start like a, a clothing store or everything that you need for drag queens. We have a lot, a lot of um, drag queens customers too, uh, mm -hmm. because we go to DragCon. It's a big opportunity for us to showcase our brand. So we get a put in there. Nice. I dress up to be like all fabulous and stuff. I put feathers. <laughs> so people can come to the booth. They get attracted with what they see and then they find out about the product. So then I see that reaction and I say, oh, wow, I should have put stuff for the drag queen. So I start selling like rhinestone wigs and clothing that was like very flashy, but mm -hmm. it really didn't perform well because our main business is the underwear. <laughs> so then we we find out in, in that sense that, you know what, let's start with this. Then I try swimsuits. Swimsuits has worked very well. And actually our underwear can be used as swimsuit and underwear. So that we okay. still have. But pretty much we focus on the trans underwear. Then now I'm going to start with the lingerie, but it's still in the works too. But lingerie, the match, the undies, because a lot of people want something to match, the brand that match the undies. So we're going to stick within the same business pretty much. Okay, awesome. Yeah. We try already other things. It wasn't, well, the people don't respond the same, so we put it in the side. All right, we'll stick with what you what you sell best and ex expand from there. That's awesome. And what I have the expertise and what I use. Exactly. Awesome. Well, that's all the questions I have for you today. I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. This was great. I hope to get you back on sometime in the future to talk more. Yeah. Thank I you would for love having that. me. And uh, tell everyone where they can find your brand online. Yes, definitely. Thanks, everyone that was listening. This was a lot of fun. And you guys can find us in um, www.talkitup. It's T U C K I T. U P P P. I like to use the three P's because it was just <laughs> it was stronger. So T U C K I T U P P P P dot com. So www talk couldn't find the website. You just put in in the Google search, talk it up, and then it will be the first one to pop up. Nice. And we'll also have those in the show notes. So if you really want to go find them, we'll have them there as well. We do have um, explicit videos, how to use it. We do have regular videos, how to use it in YouTube, because some people may be new to this. Some people may be intrigued what it is or how it works. So we have all the resources you may need to know how this works. So I have oh. videos in YouTube that you anyone can see. Of course, I have a that is within the alignments for no sexual content, but you still can see all the description. So we have it in English and Spanish, and it's a fully descriptive video, how to talk. And then we have a fully descriptive video in another page that allowed it, which is Twitter and PH, which is that an adult website. But you that way we have all the resources for anyone that they want to see the whole process, how it is. Awesome. Cover or fully uncovered. So we have all the resources awesome. in there. And sorry to interrupt you. No, that's good. That's a great resource to have to people who either want to do it or are curious about it and want to try it and don't know where to start. So that's awesome. awesome. You have the videos. So amazing. 
see, this is a good reason to have you on. People can learn new things, especially if they want to do the tuck it up underwear. So, so now you can go and Google it and find out. Exactly. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I definitely want to get you back on in the new year and talk some more and uh, and uh, go from there. So I want to thank everyone for listening. If you're interested in the underwear, definitely go look it up. I think we have a lot of people listening who will be definitely enjoy your brand, either trans, fluid, whatever, even people who just want to talk just to talk if you want the look. Go check it out. So thank you again, Josie. It was so great having you. you. Thank you for your time. And have a great week, everyone. We'll have a new podcast for you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.